Welcome to Food is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast where you ditch the diet drama, banish body shame, and reclaim your life, all while creating a body you love. When it comes to body drama, your host, Carmela Romalia, has been there, done that, has the t-shirt, and wrote the books. And now, here's Carmela. Hello, hello, my friends. It's me, Carmela, from Happy Calories Don't Count. Welcome to episode number 31 of the Food is Not a Four-Letter Word podcast. And I am still in a back-to-school, back-to-basics kind of mood. Uh, so that's what we're going to discuss today. But let's start with our three deep breaths, shall we? Please play along. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. And again, deep breath in and exhale. Last one, all the way down to your toes. Deep breath in and exhale. Thank you so much for playing along with me. How do you feel? Do you feel a little better, like just slightly, a little more grounded, a little more connected to your body? It's so simple. That's one of the reasons I do these three deep breaths at the beginning of each episode. Uh, one is to ground myself because uh, I am very passionate about this topic. And if I'm not careful, I can go full Carmela on you. Um, and I've done that before in previous episodes. Uh, but another reason is to model for you and to have you play along with me so that you actually experience how quickly and easily you can take a beat and take a breath. And this serves multiple functions. Not only does it have the power to change the energy of the present moment, you know, like whatever is going on with you, whether it's about your body or about work or about a relationship or whatever, you know, you start to you start to unwind and you just take a beat, take a breath, and you have the space and the grace to connect to your source to connect to your body, to connect to your highest self. And then whatever that next moment in time and space happens to be, you are operating from a place of empowerment rather than a place of reaction. So from a philosophical, metaphysical perspective, this is a very important technique and tool. And from a happy calories don't count point of view, it is one of the most important tools in our toolkit because it can instantly connect you to your body. You know, you'll hear me say over and over and over again, connect to your body. Your body is the wisdom. It is the source of all knowledge. It knows how to create that optimized state of health, vitality, well-being, beauty, and joy that you are seeking. Just connect to your body. And people are like, how? How? How do I connect to my body? Well, a very simple and easy place to start is to take that beat and take that breath. Okay, so let's practice that again, shall we? Three deep breaths. Deep breath in. And exhale. Another one, deep breath in. And exhale. And all the way down to your toes. Deep breath in. And exhale. Yay, see? It's not that hard. And it really is powerful. I mean, 
I don't, I don't know about you. I can guess because I feel so much better right now. I feel so connected and so grounded. And that is your place of power. That's where you want to get. And I had mentioned earlier that, you know, I want to talk about back to school, back to basics, like what is this thing about continuing that theme? And it, it was inspired this episode because I, I made a new friend a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, it's always fun to make a new friend. And so we're getting to know each other. And, and eventually the conversation turned to, you know, like, well, what do you do? And what, what, what's this happy calories? And, and she, had, she she's very smart. And she asked a very pointed question, like, what is your thesis? Like, what what is the main gist? So if you're a body image, weight loss coach, you know, what is your thing? What makes you different than everybody else? And, and you know, it was this really simple, concise question. And it was interesting because when I was answering her question, I realized that my answer has always been the same. It's just that how I have framed it has changed. So I have learned that it's all about being happy. That is the very first sentence out of my first book, Happy Calories Don't Count. Uh, I wrote that 12 years ago, and that was the very first sentence. So a little background about, about that book, in case I you haven't already heard this story, is that I was for the first time in my entire life, needing to market my Pilates studio. It was 2009 by the time the recession, the housing market crash thing hit the Pacific Northwest and the bottom fell out of my studio. And I was going around to all of these networking events, trying to build my client base, you know, make connections, meet people, espouse the benefit of Pilates, you know, face to face. This is what Pilates is about. You know, my studio's just, you know, around the corner. You should come check it out. You know, that kind of thing. And I would be getting over and over and over again, the these same kinds of comments about, you know, well, you look great. What what is it that you what is it that you eat? You know, what are your diet secrets? Or you look so good. You know, is is that just a Pilates body or or do you do cardio too? Like what what's your secret? And I was getting really frustrated with those questions because um one, you don't have time for my answer, <laughs> you know, and, and and they were the wrong they were the wrong questions to ask. And so I was expressing my frustration. And, you know, I was told to, well, write a book. You're you're the weight loss expert, write a book. And I'm thinking, I can't like, what are you talking about? I I, I don't I can't I can't write a book. And, you know, it, it was affirmed to me that no, maybe I'd have a disorder distorted view of reality. There I can speak. A distorted view of myself and reality. And that, you know, if other people knew what I knew, I could help a lot of people. And so I'm like, well, okay, you know, point taken, whatever. And so I went to bed that night and, you know, darn it, if Louise Hay didn't flicker through my head. And it was, you know, if you, uh, what did she say? She said, somewhere someone is looking for exactly what you have to offer. That that was the quote of Louise Hay that flickered through my head. And then Arnold Patton followed shortly thereafter. And his wise words were, if you genuinely have something to say, then someone genuinely wants to hear it. So I woke up in the morning and I sat down in front of my computer and I asked myself and, you know, the great cosmos or the powers that be or whatever, all right, if, a big if here, if I had something to say, 
what would it be? And the very first sentence that came out of my fingertips was, I have learned that it's all about being happy. And then I continued to write, happy calories don't count, which uh, basically wrote itself. But that book is essentially, you know, sort of a memoir of my experience, a little bit of my background, because you had to understand my perspective and where I'm coming from, what I've experienced to have the context for the wisdom that I wanted to share in the latter half of the book. And I closed the book with, you know, that that's what I've learned, you know, happy calories don't count. Um, and unhappy calories do, you know, happy exercise counts, and unhappy exercise doesn't, you know, be well and be happy. And it was really framed in, in the context of happiness. And over the course of the years, as I've worked with clients, as I've, as I've developed my programs and refined the content and things like that, it's interesting because that core message is still kind of there. And I'm going to explain how. So in this most recent podcast, episode number 30, I believe it was where I went back to back to school, back to basics. And now I, I am framing things a little bit differently. I, I, I'm leading with, you know, it is the diet and exercise model that is the root of all of your pain, shame, drama, and dysfunction regarding food, exercise, your body, and your weight. So that that is the thing that that really we have to hone in on and really start to explore. That's where we dig. That's where the gold is. You know, it's it's the diet and exercise model is the root of all pain, shame, drama, and dysfunction surrounding food, exercise, your body, and your weight. And that is because this conventional cultural model sets up two logical assumptions that would naturally follow. The problem is that these assumptions are anything but actually logical. All right, so we'll take a walk with me here. So again, I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to repeat it a lot because it's a really big, important point I need you to really start to embody is the idea that it is the diet and exercise model itself. And I think you know what I mean by when I say that, right? It's that eat less, move more thing. It's that counts calories are a currency of exchange thing. It's that you you eat less, you move more, you lose weight, and you eat more and you move less and you gain weight. That that whole basic kind of model. That's what I mean when I'm re- when I'm referring to the diet and exercise model. All right, that idea it leads to the assumption that you have to pay a price to eat, right? We all know what that price is. It's exercise or weight gain. And, and I cover this a lot in, in different episodes. And it's this, this assumption that you have to pay a price to eat exercise or weight gain that creates all of the head games. It creates all the craziness. It creates all the anxiety, all the crazy making drama, the crazies, the, the swapping, the justifying, the rationalizing, the games you play with yourself, the deals you make with yourself. All of that stuff comes out of that assumption that you have to pay a price to eat. And the entire weight loss industry is based on helping you do that because you have to disconnect from the wisdom of your body to quote unquote, be successful in that model. And disconnecting from your body is a very uncomfortable, very unnatural thing to do. And it takes work. It's painful. That's why we think like being on a diet is painful. Being on an exercise program, it can be painful because we're needing to override our body's natural instincts 
based within the context of this diet and exercise model. So then, hey, the weight loss industry is going to help us out with those personal trainers that are going to motivate us. And it's going to help us out with that pre-packaged, pre-portioned food, you know, so we don't have to think about it. It's going to help us with, with points, you know, and all of that stuff. But it comes down to the idea that you have to pay a price to eat. That's that first assumption that comes out of the diet and exercise model. And again, it disconnects you from the wisdom of your body. All right. The second assumption that comes out of that diet and exercise model that naturally follows is that it's your fault, right? And again, I've covered this at infinitum, that it's your fault because if if you're not the size or shape you want to be, well, you know, you're unmotivated or you're undisciplined or you're lazy or you're stupid because, you know, we all know what you're supposed to do to lose weight, right? You just diet and exercise, you just eat less, move more. So it's on you. Now, this is where things get really nuanced and where we really need to start to untangle some things. Because yes, you absolutely are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise. No one else is going to do that for you or be responsible for you. You, it is your body. It is your mouth. It is you going to the gym, you know, whatever. You are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise. But the fact that you are responsible for what you eat and what you do for exercise, that doesn't mean that you can therefore control the outcome. That's a fallacy. And that is the fallacy that lies at the heart of all of your pain, shame, drama, surrounding food, exercise, your body and your weight. And that fallacy is a result of that diet and exercise model. Okay. Now, when I wrote happy calories don't count, I wasn't able to articulate this so clearly because I didn't even realize it myself. What happens when you leave that diet and exercise model? Oh my gosh, the skies part, you know, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. You are happy. Happiness is a natural result of being free from that diet and exercise model. So when I wrote, hey, it's all about being happy, I was right. It, it is the same thing. I just now have a more sophisticated way of explaining things. Now, here's the other little piece of that. So um, last episode, two episodes ago, whenever it was, um, I was talking about how this, this fallacy, this responsibility versus control piece gets all twisted Everybody misses it. Everybody gets so twisted into it that that is also kind of at the crux of what's happening either in interpersonal relationships or at the society level when when we end up with these issues regarding, you know, body shaming, um, body positivity versus um, body acceptance and fat acceptance versus fat celebration and all of the stuff that's going on. Because on the one hand, you've got the group of people that are saying, you don't, you can't say anything about my weight, you can't be shaming me, you know, that there's that argument. And it's, and I would agree with that, you know, no, no shame. Um, You don't know what it's like to be anybody else. You know, you have no idea what is going on in anybody else's soul, in anybody else's mind, and anybody else's body. You have no idea what anybody else is dealing with, even if you live with them. Even if you're their best friend, you really do not know what is going on with somebody else. And I would also argue from a happy calories don't count perspective, there is no one, there is no doctor, there is no medical chart, there is no nothing that knows better than the individual body what the body needs to 
be optimized. So to start to um, judge people based on um, what they look like, what you what you assume is going on with them, what might be in some sort of measurement of some, some health indication from a happy calories don't count perspective. You know, it's like we don't buy into that. That is just like, nope, sorry, don't believe it. The 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 ultimate authority for health and vitality comes from within the person's own body. And the whole goal is to be able to connect the person to that wisdom, to be able to follow that so that they can create that optimized state of health, vitality, well-being, beauty, and joy. And what happens is that because people will see they'll be operating from the diet and exercise model and they're confusing, they're conflating the responsibility versus control piece, they end up shaming the other person that they feel like isn't living up to par and the person naturally is rejecting that shame. But in rejecting that shame, they're not rejecting the diet and exercise model itself. So then that person never gets to the part of being able to connect with their body. And the person who's shaming them is also conflating. They're they're not understanding the responsibility control piece. They just think that, oh, if you do the right diet or you do the right exercise program, you'll get the body. And they they miss that nuance. And, you know, someday maybe they might be in a situation where the diet and exercise model doesn't work so well for them. And I would also argue that it is something that people can hide behind if They're not severely overweight, you know, maybe it might be 10 pounds, whatever. And they've just kind of learned to live with things because, you know, oh, you know, it's not that big a deal. And if I just were more motivated, you know, I could get this 10 pounds off if I were more motivated that that diet and exercise model is also a stumbling block to creating that vibrant health, depending on what side of that responsibility versus control situation you're in. And so I would invite you, this circles back to the big thesis of happy calories don't count. Why would you want to lose that 10 pounds? You know, if it's only 10 pounds, why would you want to, if you could lose the 100, 200, however much weight it is and pretend that you know society has nothing at all to do with it you know you 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 want what you want including the body that you want because you think having it will make you happy you know people will argue um well it's to be healthy well it's so that i can play with my kids or so i can travel or so that um i can X, Y, Z, whatever the reason that that someone might give at a first initial impulse of, well, why do you want to lose the weight? Again, doesn't matter. Five pounds, 10 pounds, 100 pounds. Why would you want to lose it? People will offer up all sorts of answers. And then if you just dig down and drill deeply enough, deeply enough, well, why? Why? Why do you want to be able to travel? Oh, so that I can see my family that's living abroad. Oh, well, why would you want to do that? Because they're my family, because I want to connect with them. Oh, well, why would you want to do that? Oh, well, why would you want to do that? And again, it's it's just out of a place of curiosity. You just keep asking why, 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 why. Eventually, at the heart of it all is you want what you want because you think having it will make you happy. You want the body that you want, whatever body that is 
because you think having it will make you happy. And so the way to create that body that you want is to tune into that happiness that you experience when you are free from the diet and exercise model. You know, it's that diet and exercise model with those assumptions, with that shaming, with that blaming, with that disconnection from your body that creates the craziness, that creates the pain, and that creates the shame. So what we need to do is we need to switch from the transaction-based model of diet and exercise, which disconnects you from the wisdom of your body, and embrace the body-centered relationship approach of happy calories don't count. You know, you got to do what I advocate. Of course, I'm going to say that, you know, this is this is what I'm teaching. This is what I'm about, right? So the next episode on my little to do list is to more specifically go through the five steps. And again, this isn't anything new. I mean, I've, I've spoken about this in in previous podcasts, I have a whole podcast on all the five steps I've got, you know, this is episode number 31. I've spoken about this multiple times in different contexts. It's also all laid out for you in my second book, Food is Not a Four-Letter Word. And if you have questions, you know, I always invite you to reach out to me. You know, in a podcast format, I'm speaking in generalities because I'm speaking to a, a, a general audience. If you have questions, if you want more support, reach out to me. You know, I can be a coach. I can do a case study. I can I can use you as, as an example on a podcast. Answer your questions, whatever it is. I need you to know that you are not alone. You know, I know how painful and soul sucking and just just awful. Like I was literally, literally driven to the edge of suicide with all of this stuff. I know how painful this can be. And you are not alone. And there is hope. And there is help. So I invite you to reach out to me to explore the website, whatever you feel most comfortable with. And I hope that you have a super happy day. And I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this program, help it out. Give it a like, subscribe, follow, share. You know the drill. If you want to learn more about me, my books, programs, and services, visit my website, carmelaramalia.com. And don't worry, if you can't spell my name, you can also always find me at happycalories.com. Take care. Take care.